Madonna. Mm-hmm. We're giving away a pair of tickets later in our show today. Mm-hmm. Finish the line for her show at the Excel on Tuesday night, February 13th. Um, that'll be coming up later. I, uh, you know... It's a Valentine's Day. I didn't realize that. Mm -hmm. A little Valentine's Day date, maybe. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. Uh, You're kidding. Sorry, a little side note. It would work. It would really work. All right, Gloria's been dying. Give me me some of the gossip from the the Golden Globes. The Globes' best gossip involves Taylor Swift, Selena Gomez, (laughs) Timothee Chalamet, and (laughs) Kylie Jenner. All right, Um, give it to us. So the gossip about Taylor's... Uh, last week was, will we see another episode of TNT at the Golden Globes? Brittany and I discussed it and we shut that down because we were like, she's not, he's going to have to fly back with the team. He's not going to play. She'll just come with girlfriends. And in fact, she came with her publicist, Tree Payne and Miles Teller's wife, Kaylee. Okay. They were, that was, those were, she got two plus one. And she was there because she was nominated the new category for the big successful blockbuster movie or something. Yeah, biggest box office achievement. I thought if Barbie does, if a billion dollar movie doesn't win that one, and that was the one thing that Barbie won last night. But, um, so, so what happens when they're all in the same room, what happens, so let's go through it. Selena Gomez was sitting at the Only Murders in the Building table with Marilyn Martin Short, and that's the table she was sure, at. Yes. And um, she's wearing, you know, a red dress that you can... T- she looks fantastic in red, and she liked it, but the gown is not the story, and neither is Taylor's gown. So, um, um, and Selena was wearing Armani, custom okay. Armani, in case you want to know. And um, Timothee wore a sparkly... Blazer over tuxedo pants with a necklace, relatively mild for him. And he and uh, Kylie didn't walk the red carpet, but they came in um, together into the Beverly Hilton ballroom together. Okay. And he was kind of holding her hands. And the camera did flash to them a few times, and they looked so cute together. But the gossipy moment, if not the biggest gossip story of the night, was the fact that on one of the commercial breaks, and they they kind of linger on it. Selena was at Taylor's table, and she is, and it, it went viral. And she's leans in and says something to the two ladies, and then Taylor leans her head back. But first, she's got a oh no, he didn't, or oh no, she didn't look, and then she puts her hand up to like gossip, you know, so no one can see. Sure. But we've had. Lip readers employed by the Daily Mail, page six in the Huffington Post. And they decided that Selena was telling Taylor and Kaylee that she asked to take a photo with Timmy and that Kylie said, no, I'm not convinced that is what Selena was saying. But, you know, I'm more of an eyeball reader than a lip reader, Julia. But this is what the lip readers are saying is that because you could see Kaylee say, with Timothy or Timothy, you know, she could see that like what? And Selena was like, yeah. And of course. But why would Selena Gomez be, even Selena, want a picture with him? Uh, who wouldn't want a picture with Tim- oh. Wonka? Timothy's okay. child. Okay. So okay. she's just like, can I get a picture? And he said no. He said no, because remember, Kylie has beef with Selena because of Haley Bieber the Kendall oh, Jenner, geez. they made fun of Selena. Who knows? I mean, remember this age group, they were raised in the era of 24-7 cameras. So 
they still found a way to be the drama. And Timothy has basically joined the cast of the Kardashians by dating Kylie. Oh my God. You know, and all this grant. Do you mm -hmm. hear all this? He's part of it now. But then they employed lip readers to Timothy and Kylie Jenner. And that she, uh, you know, said to him, I love your necklace and I love you. And he said, I really care about you. And I'm like, I can't believe that this is what they're, but they looked really cute together. They've been dating almost a year. Oh my god. And then people are like, it wasn't even a real kiss, but it was, he was beaming at her. I see it. She looked really happy. Yeah. She she was just there to support me. I know. She was there to support him. And we know because there was footage of them and blah, blah, blah. And then so we had that gossip. And then the other hot gossip, and this isn't as hot as as that, but Mark um, Mulkin for Variety on the red carpet asked Jennifer. Um, Lopez, um, if, uh, you know, she, how did she know that this time the marriage would work? Like, do you think your marriage the third time around? Yeah. If you Do you think your seventh marriage is yeah. going to work? Something like that. Something like that. And she was, you know, she shut him down real, real nicely. But uh, is it going to last? Um, how she knew her last wedding was it after tying the knot? Three other times. This on your fourth time. I was like, he said that? Yes. Oh, rude. She said, when That's they say rude. you know, you know. And other times when you didn't know, you also didn't know. So she's as diplomatic as she could bet. But the bigger thing was that they never attended the Golden Globes in their first era together. They attended the Oscars together, but oh. they never did a Golden Globe. Ben Affleck and, and J-Lo. J-Lo okay. In their first era together. Okay. And she was there as his plus one because he his movie Air was nominated. Yes, yes. Matt Damon was nominated. And so there they were. I mean, a decade after they split, they were at the Golden Globes together but apart. And uh, so she, he that was the like, year of Argo, 2013. Oh, okay, funny. When they were both there, but they weren't together. Oh, got it. Okay, so a couple other things. I want to go back to Kylie Jenner and her really beautiful black kind of lace cutout mm-hmm. dress. She looks absolutely stunning, and her makeup looks so low-key for her. She doesn't look like she's overly done. She looked done. like she had the same facialist as Killian Murphy. She they, looked, had, they kind of had the same look she looks, But she looks so pretty and, like, low-key. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I said something to one of my kids yesterday that they were dating, and they're both like, well, he's a lucky guy. Yeah. I mean, she's yeah. absolutely sunny. She yeah. just looks, he just looks so happy with mm-hmm. her, Timothy Chalamet and Kylie Jenner. Mm-hmm. Wow. And in Wonka, I kept thinking, how how are they together? Because he's so, <laughs> so petite. Yeah. I just can't get over how skinny he is. How tiny is he? Did you like his singing? Yes. Yeah. I liked, yeah, I enjoyed Wonka a lot. I, um, but I just kept thinking, he's so skinny, but maybe he had to lose weight to play the role so he could dance around. Nah. Listen to me. Listen I'll think, to I'll think of something like that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, so, uh, Succession cleaned up. And I knew yeah. when that first win happened for Succession, when Matthew, uh, Matthew McFadden won for playing Tom Wombs. I was shocked. Shocked. I thought this is going to, Succession is going to win everything it's been nominated for. And sure enough, Sarah Snook won. Then Kieran Culkin won. The camera flashed to Emma Stone when Kieran was doing his acceptance because. 
way back when, for you people who like your gossip nostalgia, 15 years ago, in 2009, these babies were dating. I can't believe that. He I, looks so, don't they look, she looks the exact same. Yeah. She looks the exact same. They were very young and they were very in love in 2009. And, and then she dated Andrew Garfield. Yep. Yep. So um, I don't know if we want to play. I thought Karen he was Culkin, he was he really is Roman Roy. And um, he beat, you know, Brian Cox in succession and Jeremy Strong. He was and, in that category. And Pascal. Yeah. Pedro well, Pascal. but I mean, his other, I kind of thought that one, a succession star might not win it, that the vote split would be split yeah. because of four. And I thought maybe Pedro Pascal. So here's a little of Karen. Oh, nightmare. Ugh. He's Roman Thank you, boy. Uh, I love this. Sorry, burping, indigestion. He is Didn't Roman. Need to say that. Um, Honestly. Otherwise, this is a nice moment for me. I was, um. <laughs> I've blown it already, Jazz. You were right. You said, just, just say thanks and leave. You were right. Um, I was nominated for a Golden Globe like 20 years ago. And when that moment passed, I sort of remember thinking, I'm never going to be back in this room again. And, uh, which was fine, whatever. Um, <laughs> but thanks to Succession, I've been in here a couple times, it's nice, but I sort of uh, accepted I was never going to be on the stage, so this is a nice moment. Suck it, Pedro. Sorry. Mine. Really quickly, I'd just like to thank everybody in Succession, Jesse, uh, our writers, the amazing cast, uh, everybody that showed up, to that believed in this thing and was that it was very cool like this isn't mine this is one for the team i know wrap it up i'm going to really quickly just thank three amazing women in my life my manager emily gerson sains without whom i wouldn't have a career uh my wife jazz for putting up with this and all the that comes with it um <laughs> and my wonderful mom uh mom thank you so much for doing everything you did for us you're an amazing woman okay that's it thank you Aww. wow yeah it was just he was really uh the funniest guy of the night i thought <laughs> i thought he was great and i just he's I was just glad. such a great guy yeah, and I, I was like happy him. for sarah yes, Snook, even though yes. she, that dress is gonna haunt her she wore just <laughs> the worst dress of the nice swiss dot bows sheer Multiple it looked lengths. uncomfortable being a new mom. Let's put it that way. To have your tummy be that exposed and have the thick band. It just felt, to being a new mom, I felt a little... Somebody talked her into that. Yeah, I, I would have been uncomfortable being, you know, my... I, I Yeah, it just, it looked uncomfortable. That's just the best way I can say it. She didn't... And have you ever worn dotted Swiss that's it's, on it's mesh? It's itchy. It's itchy. It's the most uncomfortable mm-hmm. material. That's why it should be overlaid on a material. That dress was committing so many sins, it didn't know where to go. I know. Except just be on the worst dress list oh, for me. And Billie Eilish. Well, as, she, she, as I, I schoolyard have granny. Oh, that's that why I have a... her quote when she was doing oh. the red carpet and stopped and talked to Gail King. Yeah. Oh. She said, well, what, you know, you know, you look, you know, tell us a little bit about your outfit. <laughs> oh, your look. It and, was so bad. And it was, she, her hair was red and part in the middle and she had granny glasses on and she had on an oversized coat and kind of a little tie and a white blouse. And, and then she had on little, little, little... Funny shoes and anklets. Anklets. She said, I was I was just dressing as a little substitute teacher. Well, she looked like schoolyard so granny. Mission that accomplished. Was it. And her brother, Finland or Finney, never speaks. No, I know. And I just kind of like that. Yeah. He just, he makes him go up there with her for a security blanket, but she doesn't, he doesn't ever talk. Yeah. 
I loved her song that won though for Barbie, and people think that's going to take it all. Ugh, that's I like my to, least favorite. I, I was rooting for it. I'm Just Ken or Dance the Night Away. I know, that was kinda, like the dreariest song. She got the Barbie. Good. A couple movie. other. Um, oh, we we're going to take a quick break. We're running over a little bit. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, it's time for random thoughts. Hey everybody, it's Lori and Julia here for the Chanhassen Dinner Theaters, and we are thrilled about the next big show coming to the main stage. It's beautiful, the Carol King musical. It opens at the Chan on March 1st, and they are bringing in the woman who played Carol King on the Broadway tour, Monet Sable, and she is going to be awesome. But I saw this show when the Broadway touring production came through a couple of years ago. It's the story we didn't know about Carol King, the music, Take Good Care of My Baby, Will You Love Me Tomorrow, I Feel the Earth Moves, some kind of wonderful. It is packed with great music and a fantastic book. It's on the level of Jersey Boys. Yes, it's same that right there. good. Jeff saw this and he said, oh my gosh, this is so amazing. It's so good. Beautiful. She wrote songs for other people and they yes. all come to life. The Shirelles, Little Eva, The Righteous Brothers. Neil Sedaka, many more. It's supposed to be fantastic. Beautiful, the Carol King musical. Go to ChanhassenDT.com for your tickets. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if... And now, Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. That's all it is. Okay, um, Grandma's Marathon has sold out in record time for the first time. Wow. Five days after they announced the race. Um... And it is filled up its spots faster than the record before, which was in 2016. So if you were thinking of running Grandma's in Duluth next uh, June 22nd, mm-hmm. 9,500 spots have been confirmed already. The sellout date just five days after they announced it. Yeah, well, People are running. The Twin Cities Marathon canceling did, probably helps that a little bit. No? Right. You think? But the right. word is out on this marathon. It's just fun. It's fun. It's fun. It's it's fun. Beautiful. It is beautiful. Eight times out of ten, the weather is perfect running right? weather, so yep. it's not the heat. And then I don't think there's any other marathon that has a party the way Grandma's Marathon right. has a party at the end of the race right. with music all day long and all night. Yeah, and then you're you know in this beautiful setting and it's beautiful. So Lori just got out her calendar to mark it on right. her. On her. <laughs> well, I always know it's usually always Father's Day weekend. I know. So and is it's this not, not it? It's, fa- it's Father's Day weekend is is the weekend before the fifteenth. Oh, so that's right. that's new. So that's on June twenty second. Oh. A woman realized. Grant gave me this. Um, 
this is kind of fun. As a guy that loves a mall. Right. And so you can help me out on this. But a woman discovered that her apartment gives her complete access to an entire mall and gives a tour at 2 a.m. She shares glimpses. She lives above a mall in Miami. And um, she lives alone and so she goes into the mall at 2 a.m and walks around yeah she, she did a tiktok where she basically if you go to like you go and she walks into her elevator and usually this floor would be at a certain time of the day you wouldn't have access to it so she hits the button brings it right down opens up she gets full access to the mall she can go in you know the back doors where like you know if you've been in a mall or ever worked retail you know how you've got like the back hallway sure. that yes, separates yes, yes. stores yes. she's walking through there then going into the stores from the back doors. Yeah, they're going to close that. Totally. That's not going to be no. accessible to her after this TikTok. No, I think it was just kind of funny how she put it out right. there. I, like, I know. What, what she's never going to be able to have it again. Yeah. No. Because they're totally going to close that. But if I had access to a mall like that, mm-mm. But I mean, it's just, she doesn't have access to the store. She no, just access no. to walking around in the mall. Right. But sometimes but that's, that's a vulnerability do. of security that cannot be tolerated. No, 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 no. Yeah. We're not encouraging this at all. No. But well, I mean. That cannot be tolerated. Well, it can't be. We are putting be. down the gavel and the gauntlet right here. All right. So a couple things um, that um, I have for um, that thing I do, random thoughts. Mm-hmm. Um Nicholas Cage, so he was there last night. I kind of wanted him more in just because I want to hear his acceptance How about his speech. new red uh, wig he had Listen, on? It was a he, nice auburn. He always <laughs> sports interesting colors. Listen, when your hair goes gray, as a man or a woman, it's very hard to have a natural look. It Kevin isn't Costner's, hard if you have a good colorist. Kevin Costner's looked very good. Bradley Cooper's was too dark. It was shockingly dark. And Ben Affleck's hair looked shockingly dark next to his salt and pepper friend Matt Damon, who doesn't color his hair. Right. And Robert Downey Jr., Casey felt that his hair was, he's like, that hair is just so dark. Why is he dyeing his hair so dark? Because his wife wants him to. Susan. He was so it's a cute. Movie. I, that's, there you I go. I mean, he's bald in Oppenheimer. He's mm-hmm. wearing the skin cap. I thought, okay, but Nicolas Cage was originally offered the role of Shrek. Really? I never knew that, but turned it down because he was afraid kids would only think of him as an ogre. Oh, no. I wonder how much Michael Myers made, or Michael, Mike Myers made Mike from Mike Myers made from that. I mean, that would be, that was kind of interesting. And this one, I feel like you guys already know, George Lucas originally wanted Tom Selleck to be Indiana Jones. Yes, we have. You know that one. This, yeah. All right, I'm just telling yeah. you this. Because um, you must be getting this from the machine. Lori, I am. Thank you very much for pointing out. I was on the computer doing some work today. Uh-huh. And it happens to be called the machine. Yeah, the machine. And um, But I did like um, this new product because the um, consumer electronic show starts tomorrow or today in, in I Las Vegas. I think it started today. And it's one of their biggest shows. And um, now you can ask Alexis. You can say, Alexis. Um, can you wash my butt? Because <laughs> Polar has a bidet. Oh. They've had this bidet that it's $2,000. Voice activated. And huh? yes, you can now ask Alexis to clean your butt for you. So, and <laughs> the bathroom brand Kohler is pushing this. It connects to Alexa or Google Home. Yep. Offers voice activated butt washing. Bidets are amazing. Mm-hmm. They are. Oh, they they're are. the best. They but are. I mean, to have to have someone to tell you to do it. And she, you can also tell it to dry your fanny. That's hilarious. It's a Pure Wash E930 model, and it retails for just $2,149. Wow. Toilet seats became an issue for us in Mexico where we were, Lori. Oh Everywhere I was, 
they were missing the toilet seat. That's weird. And I and I decided it's because of this. So many people sit on toilet seats with a wet bathing suit and stuff, and you're slippery, and I think it slides back and forth. And it breaks, maybe. But there were so many missing toilet seats. That's weird. I was just wondering why that was happening. No, no clue. But anyway, if you wanted the full toilet option, it's $11,000. Good <sighs> Lord. <laughs> Smart We toilets. still have a bidet in one bathroom here at Hubbard. We do. In the women's bathroom. Oh, well, that, and that doesn't help me. But it's not really a bidet it's because not, it's it doesn't have a, a faucet that comes up and washes anything. What would anything. we call that? It's a funny shape. It's in case. I call it a sheenal. <laughs> I think oh, you're I've right. I've seen these before. Yeah. Yes. It's a sheenal. But why would, <laughs> what's the benefit? Mm, maybe you can't uh, sit down. Maybe you need to do more of a standing pee, like a man. So it's up higher than a toilet seat. Yeah. You could just straddle it. And then it's got the thing in the front to catch the pee because a woman's stream isn't as accurate as a man's. No, it is not. Since we don't have anything that can move and point and, and aim. aim. <laughs> mm-hmm. that's, I, I'm glad that you broke that I'm glad down. that's what you t- called it. Um, the she and all. Mm-hmm. It's um, 30 years ago today. I, I thought this was interesting. In 1994, Tanya Harding oh boy. won her second national skating championship. Nancy Kerrigan was unable to compete because Tanya's thugs bashed her leg with a steel bar two days earlier, and Margot Robbie... So good She was so movie. good in Itonia. And oh, so was Allison Janney. God, that was her yes. in that That's movie. her, yes. and she oh. produced it, and she got the rights to it. She's brilliant. She is. She is, she is brilliant. Later in our show, we have to play her acceptance speech because she kind of talks about her process a little bit. She's just so brilliant. I like her. Well, and she, there was an interview with her, the Hollywood Reporter did a roundtable, and the last line of the movie, I'm here to see my gynecologist, she was like, that was the one line of the movie I was willing to, I was going to die on that hill. That had to be the end of the movie mm-hmm. because A, <clears throat> it's something Barbie would have said mm-hmm. as they laid out that character. And then B, um, she's like, I want um, young women to know that they need to start going to the gynecologist and just do it every year. You go once a year. Yeah, it's you just, do. And it's a privilege. So, yeah, she said that was the That's, hill I was going to die on for that she's, movie. She's so multifaceted. Yeah. I mean, she's an interesting woman. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, and if you're curious if it's National Bubble Bath today. Is it? It is. Okay. Take a bath. It is. We're giving away Madonna tickets later in our show. Stay with us. Okay, everybody. Um, you know, we love Learning Rex, and I've gone through the program myself. My children went through. I've got a lot of friends and kids who have gone through. It just... It really works. And we got a cute testimony. And I don't know if you used this last week because it came in like last Thursday or Friday, Lori. But it was um, one of the boys at um, going to the Woodbury uh, location for Learning RX. Uh, he's 10 years old and he came in to his trainer because it's one on one brain training, is what Learning RX is. And um, this 10 year old was a girl and she was so excited to give her trainer a note that she got from her teacher. Um, and it's the note said Haley no longer needs to be pulled out for special reading help. Thank you. I mean, like, and so excited because you know, talked about being severely dyslexic, and he didn't take a cognitive skills test till college. And he said it's amazing. I became a writer. That is amazing. Mm-hmm. That is amazing. Learning RX, it works. Call today for your one-hour assessment. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, 
Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. All right. Catching up. Catching up. And um, I started watching a new show by Brad Falchek. Oh, the brother's son. Yes. This is and getting he... good reviews. Gwyneth Paltrow's husband, and he also was Nip Tuck, and then Feud, and all the Ryan. Um, what's Ryan's last name? Ryan Murphy. Yeah, shows. I think this is his first standalone production without Ryan Murphy. It's without Ryan Murphy, and it's with um, Brian Wu. Um, it is so addictive and so good. Oh, good. And yeah. it's on Netflix, and it's about. It's violent beyond belief. Michelle Yeoh. Michelle Yeoh is, is in it, and this. she's fantastic. <laughs> And um, Michelle Yeoh is in it. And I've heard she's fierce because the red carpet was last week and they were kind of critics, multiple critics at different outlets were raving about the performance, the series itself. I was so worked up about the first trailer for Feud, the Truman Capote oh, yeah. and the yeah, Swans. Yeah. I tried to get amazing. it. I, it started, I couldn't get it on my, I have to. I'm trying to get in the DVR when I saw it. I'm just like, I can't wait. Yeah, it's too far away. It's it is January too far away. 28th on FX. But I was dying. But this, it's the brother's son, S-U-N. Mm-hmm. And um, it's basically about an old, an old family, you know, gangster families in um, the Taiwanese uh, triad. They're called triads. Mm-hmm. These gangster families. Mm-hmm. Like and- Japan is the Yuzuku Okay. Yeah, uh, is what the, their version of the mafia is. Okay. Yeah. And this is Triad, and it's um, the head of it gets shot. And then what happens from there? And But I just want to warn people, because we were going crazy at the very beginning of it. They're speaking um, Taiwanese. Mm-hmm. And um, you, I kept going on the subtitles English to, you know, to, to, you can't get it changed. So for the very first, like, three or four minutes, you can't switch it. So don't even waste your time. Yeah. And then it flips over to English with subtitles. Yeah. But okay. we spent a lot of time there trying to figure out, like, <laughs> we can't watch this because they're talking too fast and everything. It is so good. Michelle, yo, is, is she's she amazing. She had a very pretty orange dress on last night. She looked gorgeous last night. But that's really, that's on Netflix, so that's the one that we've went all in on yeah. this weekend. And then you saw something. Well, I wanted to see, we had talked about this movie, Society of the Snow, and it was nominated last night in the Best Foreign Language Film, Losing to Anatomy of a Fall, which won a couple of awards, beat out screenplay over Barbie. I, was I couldn't shocked. even believe that. But um, Society of the Snow is the story about the 1972 oh, yeah plane crash in the Andes with the soccer team. And it is, it's, you know, you feel weird about saying a story about a plane crash is fantastic, but it was so well done and so incredibly moving. Um, 
I thought it was was going to be like the movie Alive because we looked at it and I thought I can't do that. Well, it is that like, story. Yeah. It's yeah. the same and story. And Yellow Jackets a little bit. And I, it's, like, it's yeah. you know uh, they have to resort to cannibalism. Yes. But the thing in the movie Alive that I I don't remember. I remember reading the book when it came out. Is that it's it's uh, you know the filmmaker, um, uh, you know was from the country Uruguay and the scenes they it was so moving I texted Grant I'm like you got to watch this yeah. movie Society of the Snow is that the the narrator Numa who looks like Uruguayan Adam Driver he's the 25 year old who narrates the whole movie and the movie was filmed chronologically so the thinness that happens because these people are stranded yep. for like so 72 days. So is it the same days. story? It's the same story. Oh, it yeah. is, but it's updated. Okay. Uh, it's it's a completely, it is so moving as to how it pays tribute. Like the scenes at, we meet Numa at home. It was filmed in the actual house he lived in. The person he greets in the scene is his actual, Numa's actual real life nephew. The survivors, um... Uh, four of them made cameo and cameos, and um, the this other guy, the survivor Carlos Paez, plays one of the dads. Um, Numa and Pancho, yeah. the friendship you see in the movie, they were best friends since childhood. And this guy who his name was Bayonne, and he had a camera, and he would periodically take pictures of different people, and as people died, he would save a memento and kept him in a suitcase. Mm-hmm. And this, anyway, he kept in such good touch with the survivors and the families to verify every detail. So all these details in the movie, Numa's dog in the movie has the same name as the dog he had in real right, life. Okay. Arturo writes Inez the, on the wall of the plane his real girlfriend's name. The rosary worn by Carlito in the plane is really the rosary worn by the guy. And um, it, it just was so powerful. And at the end of the movie, you know, they showed the real life people yeah. and give their ages and names. That's and yeah, it's that incredible. Was. It's just incredible. But my mom couldn't watch it. It was too nervous. It will never be shown on a plane. This is on Netflix. They never. <laughs> yeah. You no, know, they don't show plane crashes on no. planes. Grant, did you love it? I did. Like like Lori was just kind of describing the depth and detail that they went into with this one versus the original Alive. Like the story was more like the shock and it was fear the shock factor. Uh, yes. This yeah, thing was Yeah, cuz I saw that and like read the Like you said Lori, yeah. this was detail driven and with those details it made it even better than I don't want to say better because it's such a tragic story, but it was so but, well told. Yeah, sure. and, and uh, imagine your plane crashes and everywhere around you is snow and peaks. I mean, just the the mental way that they showed how these boys were handling it, these young men were handling it, and how some people weren't handling it, yeah. and how they dealt with, you know, the 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 rule of three, three days with water, without water, three weeks without food. And um, I can't remember what the other three thing is, but that's what you can only survive three weeks without food, only three days without water. And so the one guy is just like, we are going to have to, we have to make this decision. And it's just, it's powerful. I I, I just, 
knew what it was about. In yeah, fact, yeah. You know, I know. I kind of you like, know the story, you but you know don't the know the story. Absolutely, it's very moving. It's yeah. very moving, and I fell in love with Numa, the guy who plays Numa. So yeah. I have two new boyfriends: one from Uruguay <laughs> and one's from Britain, Callum Turner. Look at look at how busy you've been busy, <laughs> very Lori. busy. All these boyfriends. Yes. All this is going on. <laughs> um, Grant, did you watch anything else? Ah, uh, this weekend I watched a lot of football so to end up the season here. But no, I mean, um, actually, I finished. I got finally got caught up on Reacher. I watched the most recent episode. I'm behind on that. Reacher, so good. It's so good. They have a little cameo from the first season that you're gonna love. Mm-hmm. That's that that show is just. Oh, he's amazing. He's amazing. And Monarch um, is uh, Monarch. heating up to the last, the last few episodes. Yeah, We're last behind a couple on Monarch. Yeah. yeah, so you'll be able to do some binging okay, of I that. Can't, I can't hear you because I can't see anything. Oh, I'm just saying I have that speech. If oh, you ever wanted to do yeah. that. Yeah, should we play Margot Robbie's Please. It was with Greta Gerwig, right? The yes. combo speech? Yes, yeah. I have it here if you yeah. want. It. From the Great. Golden Globes. Yeah, this Great. is when they won cinematic and box office achievements here. So this is kind of fun. Thank you. We would like to dedicate this to every single person on the planet who dressed up and went to the greatest place on earth, the movie theaters. Wasn't that great? Yes. Thank you. And uh, thank you to everybody, all the Barbies and Kens in front of and behind the screen. It was the greatest, most joyful show of craftsmanship and passion I've ever seen. And on behalf of um, uh, Tom and David and Robbie and I, uh, we want to thank the brave individuals at Warner's and Mattel for taking an extraordinary risk and literally like inventing numbers to justify greenlighting this and then standing by it every step of the way. (laughs) Uh, Thank you to um, uh, Noah Baumbach for showing his inner Barbie girl. Thank you to Ryan Gosling for going full beach. And, and, and America Ferreira for showing her soul. <laughs> and last but not least, thank you so much to the Golden Globes for creating an award that celebrates movie fans. This is a movie about Barbie, but it's also a movie about humans. We made it, it's about you. We made it for you, and we made it with love, and thank you for loving it back. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, so yeah, sweet good. it was so sweet yeah the kind of the scandal and grant we didn't really talk about it last week and you brought it up to me but for um for barbie there that the screenplay that it's got to be under the category of adapted screenplay because barbie was an existing character yeah but hollywood is torn on this because it is an original <laughs> script it is and um so it's kind of like that's like been something that Hollywood's kind of been arguing about is like, well, okay, but Greta Gerwig and Noah still wrote this. It wasn't like right. it was existing right. and they're no. like, because it's a trademark thing. I don't know, but that's the category that it has to I disagree with that. Be in okay. under adapted screenplay. It's like well, and for example, just for people who may not know, like Oppenheimer is an adapted screenplay. It's a screenplay. Based, based on a book. Based yep. on a book or yep. based on a story. Boys on the boat. Yes. Adapted, adapted screenplay. But Barbie Barbie's it's just Barbie. It's everything yeah, yeah. that it was, but there was no story that you, it was your own story. Barbie yeah. was your own story. Yeah. So why is this an adapted screenplay? It is in itself, in my eyes, should not be in that category. But. Many, many people are agreeing with you, Grant. Yeah. I, I, I guess I thought, oh, because it's a trademark thing, you yeah, know, that, that it can't sense. be. But I thought, well, but really it is not like it's based on. Right. The only Barbie book I ever read was about the lady who invented Barbie. Same. There you go. 
That was it. Barbara. Yeah. Barbara. No, her daughter. Her was daughter Barbara. was named Barbara. Her daughter was Ruth Barbara. Handler. Yes, Ruth. Ruth. And in yes. the Barbie movie, Ruth uh, is Handler is played by um, what's her name? Mark from, Carla from Cheers. Carla from yes. Cheers. Oh, what is her name? Carla from Cheers. We got. Okay, it. here we go. Here we go. This is where so it's happening. Carla. To- oh, Rhea. Oh, Rhea. Rhea Perlman. That's right. That's right. There we go. Oh, for Carla God's village. sake! That took a while. Mm-hmm. She was epic in that is role. Is that how the connections are going to be in 2024? Yeah. A little <laughs> slow? Mm-hmm. We're going to get there, but we all got there, the three of us together. We did it. We did it. Yes. All and right. then remember, the the older lady at the bus stop that Barbie has an encounter with is, is. the um, costume designer for Barbie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The 90-something-year-old. And lady. so you rewatched it mm-hmm. recently? So good. So, so good. And, yeah. you know, I just, I, I you don't want. Grand, yeah. over there. I, I don't want. Yeah, I've, seen it it twice. I've seen it twice. I'm not going to rewatch Oppenheimer. Yeah, no. No, no. no but I can see I want to rewatch. I just haven't Because had time. so much happens. And yeah. Ryan Gosling and Margot Robbie, I think, are being seriously underlooked at what they did with those characters that did you. not ever exist. Yeah. And he gave an interview uh, with The Hollywood Reporter and said that he had for a long time been embarrassed about his like Mickey Mouse Club pass right. and his singing and dancing as a kid. And when it's he was like think, thinking about this, he was just like, I'm just going to get back in touch with that, that boy who loved to sing and dance yeah. and feel that again. Isn't that great? Because, yeah, you could see where he was, you know, into all the big characters and yeah. you want to divorce yourself from that. But, yeah. And, oh, I love that you watched it again, Grant. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Lily's seen it twice. I, the funny thing is that she's seen it twice and I've seen it twice. And I've never seen it with her. Oh, I think that's so Isn't that cute. funny? No, we, I think we, that's really cute. We've both seen it twice, but not with each other. I think that's cute. Yeah. All right, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to Hollywood speak. What is the meaning okay, of this? Okay, so um, in the Golden Globes last night, how about the epic Suits reunion oh, as lo- presenters? I absolutely... Okay, because Lori and I watch Suits in real time on USA mm-hmm. Network. So Patrick J. Adams, who played um, Meghan Markle's boyfriend mm-hmm. on it... And um, Gina Torres, mm-hmm. who is the the um, one of the partners. Yeah. Gabriel Match, who was another partner. He looked hot. Yeah, they all looked hot. They and looked Sarah great. Rafferty, who's in the Sons of the Walter Boys or whatever that is. Right uh, now, my I'm, life is the my life with the Walter Boys. Yeah, she's the mom on that, and she looks beautiful. I love that. And then they just had a good dig about, you know, now people are knowing it so many years later. Right, and so uh, uh, Meghan Markle. Um, uh, an insider had said, oh, well, Megan was asked, um, and but she had a previous commitment. And Gina Torres was asked about it backstage mm-hmm. in the press room. And here's what she said. And she played Jessica. Yes. Pearson. Yes. She said, we don't have her phone number. Yeah. So she couldn't have committed. No one has her phone number. No one knows how to get a hold of her. They I, all went to her wedding day. I Harry. am well aware, Lori. Wow. I Well, and the other... What, why I, would they, like, even... I wonder why anyone even blabbed about her saying that she had a previous commitment when, in fact... Because people are trying to cover for her. I guess. I mean, trying to protect her. Or but just they, making up answers. Because she quit talking to everybody, Lori. And so that's kind of a sign of, like, oh... They all went to her wedding. These were all good friends of hers. I know. And they no longer have relationships. Well, I guess I guess we know that now. now I already the, knew it. We already knew it. Um, I, b- getting lost in the shuffle because Joe Coy um, is getting all the headlines about, you know, 
what a epically bad host he was, blah, blah, blah. I mean, he is going to be able to laugh because I think the ratings are out. The ratings are up 50% over last year. It was on a Tuesday night last year, which was a big weirdo thing. But they were going through some changes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, Joe, is, Joe, hold your head up. I, I say, you know, no one wanted to do it, and they needed someone, and he yeah. tried. Yeah, and he fell flat on some things, and I just say he fell flat on most of it. Well, Let's be real. I, I'm just going to say it was a tough gig to have. Period, and he tried. Let's hope he uses it for his next comedy routine yeah. that he works it in. But I thought one of the most awkward jokes made by presenter was Jim Gaffigan uh, making the Jeffrey Epstein yeah. joke when all these well-known figures linked to Epstein were revealed in court documents last week, including Leonardo DiCaprio, Kate Blanchett, just their names came up in depositions. Okay, yep. Cameron Diaz, Bruce Willis, and all those people had to deny that they'd ever been to the island, but people in the deposition were asking these names and the audience I thought there was some visible gasping and clutching of their heads when uh, when Gaffigan made that made that joke. It was so much awkwardness in the room. Yeah, it was. And you know what? That's what he does. Yeah, you know. And and I thought it was fun that they've had the very first award for stand up comedians um, performance last year for their because they're all over Netflix. All right. The Hollywood speak on that is they are desperate to have Ricky Gervais back, his special one. Not the Chris Has Rock. Anyone, I, I not was the so Amy shocked. Schumer, I not the so, Sarah Silverman. I was so they shocked. want Ricky Gervais back. I was back. so shocked that um, Chris Rock didn't win. Yeah, because yeah. that was a good one. I was yeah. so shocked about that. They know that Ricky Gervais is five time host. He could maybe come back. He's just, we'll give him this award. Um, they're bad. yeah, they're gonna have to figure out who who they thank because it's three hundred um different entertainment journalists that vote on the Golden. So Globes what do you now. just say? Thank you, thank you, entertainment journalists. They got to give it a name. It's a for profit association. Maybe they'll come up with a name. I'd um, like to think the Golden Globes Press. <laughs> I mean, why not? Listen, like I think- mean, the Golden Globes will push people to see movies that they I, might not have seen. Like from the fall or whatever that Anatomy French was. Fall. Uh, Casey and I rented that. We you never did. we didn't finish it on Oh. Um, Tell me why cuz you It's slow. Okay. It's slow. It's an anatomy of a murder scene. Yes. This woman her partner appears to have fallen, jumped, been pushed out of a window and then they have to recreate is it a murder? Was it suicide? Was it what? And it's it's in subtitles and everything. Society of Snow was the same thing. Sure. So, you know, I don't know. We only watched half of it. But you paid $20 for it. No, I think it was $2.99. Oh, yeah. oh really? Oh, okay. Because so. I'm thinking $20 is... No, a, I think it was $2.99. Commitment. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Uh, but is anyone... I really want someone to call and just tell us if they saw that, that weird one... That none of us want to see that was the... Poor things? Poor things. Well, we're Hollywood speaking right All now, right. so they'll have to wait to... I want to know what you Call make. Call Grant and tell Grant, um, and of, he can tell us. Of Billie Eilish, when she won last night um, on her, on the Chiron, what do you call that thing that sure. goes across? Sure. Chiron, is that how you say sure. that? Her full name, Billie, Billie Eilish O'Connell. Yeah, she... She's never used that no, before. No, I thought that was interesting. What would you make of that? Her father, Patrick O'Connell, was a soap actor in New York in the 90s. Then he had a few primetime roles. And then his wife, Maggie, also on soaps, 
It's her maiden name, Eilish, that Billy uses. So I just thought it was interesting. But she mentioned her dad, too. Yeah, I know. In but her I, speech, and we've never heard that before, I think. Have we heard her talk about it? I know. I always hear about her mom or mom. Yeah, or mom. no, both her parents. And I don't know. What do you think? I think that she just maybe wants to have some consistency on her awards as she clicks for um, what was I made for? Her Barbie song that she wrote and sang with her brother, you know, because he's Phineas O'Connell. Oh, he is. Mm-hmm. Okay, so she just wants to go that way. All right. Congratulations, kids. Just glad a Work Barbie on the outfit song. next time. Yeah. It uh, was just too. Because she, she can look amazing and she can look... Schoolyard uh, granny. What what did she call it? No, it wasn't that. It was little substitute teacher. teacher okay. <laughs> it's what she said, how to describe her look. Mission accomplished. Yes. Right down to the laced up shoes with a little... Chunky heel. I have friends who are substitute teachers. Not one of them dresses like this. <laughs> right. So she's dressing about a stereotype of what a substitute teacher would look like. Yeah. Uh, Jennifer Lopez on Instagram on Monday gave us a taste, a sneak peek reel for her new music video, Can't Get Enough, thereby explaining all of the people she talked to as she walked the red carpet yesterday. Because mm-hmm. this dropped today. And are we? And she dances I, with a series of grooms in the movie, include or her little reel, including Derek Huff, as she wears different bridal gowns: a short, puffy mini dress, a high neck, long sleeve gown with a heart cut out in it, and um, and uh, I just wanna. I just let wanna, me just. I just wanna. Here's what I'm gonna. Here's who I'm gonna quote for this Hollywood speak about J Lo. This is me now. I, the wait is almost over. I'm going to quote, quote Brie Larson, who fangirled oh, J-Lo when she met her on the thing. And here's what she said. Um, she said her work ethic is so important. So that's my Hollywood speak on J-Lo, yeah. who worked out the morning of the Globes. Yeah. She just loves to work out. That's her thing. Well, you would have time. Yeah. Yeah. You know. You just work out. Uh, Joy, Joe Coy was asked about Taylor Swift sipping her drink after his joke mm-hmm. and the camera cut away to her. And he said, oh, man, it was cute. It was just cute. Maybe less cutaways. He has said, I know my stuff fell flat. You know, I did my best. I think one of the pictures that was most jarring to me was in his right off the bat in his first two minutes. He knew he was bombing. People had their Heads had their palms to their foreheads all over the room. I, I felt bad for him. I mean. I saw it. I felt bad. How do you, like, people are, like, groaning. Harrison mm-hmm. Ford is groaning. Yeah. He looked cute, though. He and Helen Mirren. You know, she looked gorgeous. I thought they looked I loved darling. her periwinkle. I did, too. I but I did looked- not like her hair. I'm like, are they trying to make her look like 100 years old? Usually... You know, she's got better hair than that. But she and Harrison, Harrison was not liking the... um, He likes her, though. He likes her And he went, you know, and then, you know, it was kind of fun because you have all the Duttons were there, at least having Kevin Costner be there and everything. I thought that was fun, even though they never started anything together. No, I know. But they're related. They're related. (laughs) related. And the Dutton cookbook, which one of my friends got, the Tommy Mommy. Yeah. It look it looks like the recipes are so good. It's so funny. It, the it Dutton does. cookbook. It was a good Christmas present. Oh, good! I know I got some of the. I got some of them. You got to catch me up on the share Elijah Blue thing later. Oh, there's it, there's really nothing to catch up on. Um, she's 
he's gone with the wind and um he, he didn't yeah he gets he doesn't get in the conservatorship okay yeah that's wow. all there is all right that's all there is we'll be back